Hi, welcome back to MessCast. It's currently 10.34 p.m. on the 15th of February, 2024. Personally, the week for me, and it's only Thursday, has had compounded um, effect, I guess feeling, communication on different levels that are not really my, my go-to resonating factor. And different people involved bring their different energy, which helps things expand and open doorways. <sighs> Yesterday which was Wednesday, um, I felt a magnanimous release of freedom, which was this really beautiful acknowledgement of creativity in the world and people, humans, individuals participating with creation as creators, even if they do not acknowledge a greater creator. And that they are each uniquely utilizing their voices in their creation exploration, which will lead them closer to where they are meant to be or want to be. And um, it's really beautiful because from an egotistical standpoint as an artist, at times it can feel daunting because the environment can feel saturated and it can feel like you can't find an audience when that's really not true. There are a lot of people in the world and there are a lot of people even right around you who have no idea who you are or what you're doing and would like what you do but they just don't know who you are. And there are a lot of ways to go about having people figure out who you are and to want what you have and that's a personal path for every person to figure out how they want to go about that and what their purpose in it is for me as a creative it's been the only way I've been kind of able to stay tethered to reality and to not leave reality if you understand what I'm saying like take my feet off the ground and completely take myself out of reality so creativity and artistry for me is the closest I can get to my creator which is non-judgmental which just loves me for being me and accepts what I do because I mean no harm And that's the truest sense of creation and supporting one another through creation. So yesterday when I felt this freedom and this weightlessness, in a sense, I was still very much aware of my ego, which if my ego were terribly unhealthy, would have felt 
this to be constrictive and not as freeing, I think. Um, because I'd be more selfish and worried about how I'm gonna thrive through the acknowledgement that I'm not the only artist. But I know myself enough, and I've already been writing about this, and so the kind of break free that I felt, felt like, this is such a gross analogy, um, but bear with me. Have you ever had kind of a deep pimple on your back somewhere that's hard to reach and you don't see it in the mirror? So even though you feel it forming and you can kind of feel it when you rub up against a chair or your shirt rubs up against it, it's your awareness is brought there, but you can't reach it. You can't pluck it. You can't push it. You can't mess with it, right? It's different than having something erupt upon your face when you can see it in the mirror and you can fixate on it and you can push it and pick it and prod at it and probably make things worse. But you know there's this uncomfortable situation that's happening on the back of you that you've had happen in front of you before there's not really anything you can do about it and you're not living with somebody who you know just wants to pop your pimple so you have to be so patient and if you're lucky it'll happen in the shower when your skin is all soft and supple and porous and you'll just be scrubbing your body and reaching around to reach the hard to reach places. And you won't even have to touch that place, but just the movement of your muscles and the fact that you've had patience to let the pustule rise to the top, it will break on its own and the water will wash away whatever is expelled. And you will notice it when you get out of the shower, but you'll realize that the pain changes quality it doesn't feel so deep anymore now it just kind of feels like an abrasion at the top of your skin a superficial wound of sorts so this freedom that popped open if not treated correctly with certain people will create an infection for them. Uh, because that's not what we're being asked to rec- We're not being asked to agitate it anymore or to feel even worse about it or anything. Like, it needed to pop, it needed to come out, and now we also need to use that same patience to allow it to heal. We're aware of it. If we need to take care of it in some way, we can, you know, do a little bit, but probably just leaving it alone will do the best healing work. So I felt the this thing happened where I, I was just so hyper aware of how many people now on earth are 
um, aware of their own creativity, pursuing their own creativity, and how those previous creators who've been working for a really hard time could feel threatened by all the new energy that's choosing to take root and existence into what for probably seemed like a very long time kind of what is the word niche or selective hierarchical posh posh The, the people who are really established who find any sort of threat toward themselves by newcomers um, are going to show their true nature, right? Which brings me to today, which was the next thing that came into epiphany. You know those drive through lines where somebody will pay forward their order? Like, they'll pay for the person behind them, hoping to create a chain of people who want to pay it forward to other people. And it seems like a really, really great idea, right? Until somebody in the line is just, like, poor as crap. And they're super stoked somebody paid for their stuff, but they're going to stop the chain because they don't have what it takes to pay for the people behind them. And the real cheerleaders will probably be like, how many can we make today? But they're not going to boo when the line ends of that passing it forward. Because that's a terrible response and we don't want to make anybody feel bad. They didn't know what they were driving through into necessarily, right? So passing forward joy, I don't think we have a good grasp on what joy is. We do have somewhat of a grasp of momentary enjoyment or happiness. Joy seems too big. Like you want to live a joyful life. And since we don't really know joy... We haven't had like a formal introduction, nor have we had a sit down conversation or sharing of um, attributes, you might say. We don't truly know Joy. We've just heard of her. People talk about her. They think kindly of her. Everybody wants her around, but they can't understand why she can't be found. And why she can be so hard to conjure. What I came upon today is that joy is the byproduct of mutual enjoyments, happy moments, mutual ones, built up then shared with no expectation, right? 
it's service-minded, it's helpful-minded, and its purpose is that it could be really easy to go have a good time and to use that almost in an energetic vampiric way where you're sucking other people dry of what they have to offer or so you suck it dry what they have to offer you don't give back or you can be with people you can give and back and forth back and forth back and forth within that engagement which builds you up makes you feel good you can leave that situation you can go home and you can just like save it for yourself all of it or you can take that and you can pass it on in the best way that you can the accessible ways that you can however that looks for you which means that you're an individual so you need to think outside and inside of the boxes that you're aware of um in order to do that so that you can perpetuate that feeling so the world seems like shit right now just seems really unfair for a lot of people and there are a lot of people who don't know how they're going to make it into the rest of the year or next month because it seems so dire and we all want the world to kind of end because it's so hard to live in and we can't see the the road out of it, you know? We can't figure out how it's going to get better. The responsibility of us making it better is the responsibility of taking these moments every day to start creating connection and joy and p passing them on without expectation and we need to create reminders for ourselves of the days where we get to share that kind of engagement and energy and pass it on. So, of course, it's beautiful and nice to go out with a nice person and have a couple beers and to talk and to work things out. The context of my situation is this person's trying to help me out in ways that are hard for me to help myself and they are more expert in those ways than I am. And there's something so nice about being around somebody who wants to help you, right? That's that service, helpful, hearted soul. Is not hyper expecting anything from you. And is willing to engage in the higher thought form of why this help might matter to you. And why the conversation or the situation might be helpful and matter to them. Money becomes misconstrued because it's our middleman to get things done. But the best way to get things done is to meet people in the middle of 
desire to see better, right? So what I saw today was this perpetual joy train, which is in the greatest potential of all the things that are yet to be seen by humanity because they're still so focused on trying to get through the muck and the mire and to survive that they can't see that certain little tweaks for ourselves within the just society that we live in without money can change everything and because of the uh the interaction i had today um that was a pickup from monday i had some things i had to think about and work through and decide if i was going to like pursue directions and in pursuing directions it required me to talk to customer service on the phone and they have a very thankless job I think and they probably have to deal with a lot of really not nice people often who are very frustrated and they don't have a lot left to give in the happy department or patients department and it must just be really tough to be a customer service person never really knowing what level of aggressive or angry that you're going to pick up the phone to and even thinking about it gives me anxiety because it's just like you have to be really strong and in your center to navigate the people who don't know you that you don't see the face of might be calling up with such aggression that they will say things that they don't actually mean without knowing what words do in the course of vibration and can you imagine if you're working on a phone call center like I don't know eight hours a day for probably a normal full-time worker if 99% of your calls are horrible. You might like to think that you can leave that job at the door when you go home. But you probably go home feeling like shit. And that's not fair. Because customer service really is about helping people. And the people who help people in those positions aren't truly invested in the business that they're like being a middleman for and the business probably isn't actually that invested in the person who's trying to keep peace across the phone line of communication with people who are having problems it's kind of like servers getting no tip or a bad tip for a bad meal that was created by the kitchen But the service was good. These systems obviously don't work. And they aren't creating feedback loops that are positive. Sometimes they do. Sometimes. But not all the time. And we're told it can't work all the time. Okay, that's fine. 
But I think we've gone long enough through history at this point where even if it doesn't work out great 90% of the time, if it's not working out great 90% of the time, that means we have at least 90% room for growth, at least. And probably even more than that because we cannot fathom a world or an existence where we support each other like unilaterally and unanimously we can't imagine a future where we believe in each other support each other and try and find solutions because most of us have navigated the world with so many roadblocks and people getting in our way and egos and jealousy and envy and the nonsense of bipolarity and persuasion toward being antagonistic for no reason. We've got so many blocks in our way that tell us that growing beautifully, expansively, couldn't possibly exist. And I know that's not true. I know that's not true because if what we've existed in as it is on the scope and spectrum of the worst possible scenario for any living being and the best possible case scenario of any living being, there's a lot of room in between that and those far edges that we think we can conceive of aren't even the outer limits of potential. It could always get worse, but here's the thing, it could always get better. And when people tell you it could always get better, that's what they tell people who are at rock bottom or their personal rock bottom. Things could get better. Of course things can get better from rock bottom. If you're not dead, things could definitely get worse. And maybe you could be alive and things could be worse than death. I don't know. I'm not you. But imagine. What if even when things were great, that moment of greatness that you have, some days, some people, some people are like hyper lucky or whatever is considered, um, they have good days and it, and they might have like a run of really good days, good thing after good thing after good thing, but we have a hard time conceptualizing what that might be. Like, when I think about that, I think about somebody who just, like, went to Vegas on a whim, decided to put in $40, made a bunch of money, and then just made a bunch more money and more money, and then, weirdly enough, walked away so much in the plus that they felt high and obviously had extra money in the bank. Um... When we think of good, we think of material matters, we think of money, we think of houses, we think of things that we want to acquire that we think will make our life better. But what if making our life better and making each other's lives better is just reminding each other it can always get better on your best day? 
it's not shooting it down. You say, I love that you're having this great day. And would you believe it can get even better? Putting in the potential, the idea, the seed in the mind that, wait a minute, this doesn't have to be the greatest ever. We aren't necessarily imposed with the idea of better in the mundane reality. We are kind of brought to, up to believe that we have to keep accomplishing and accomplishing and accomplishing things that other p- people think are better in order to be successful or accomplished or getting somewhere. And then we base our feelings of joy or happiness off of those accomplishments. I've gotten pretty basic in my life where I'm like, I did this, this, and that today. And I feel accomplished. I'm glad I did that. Tomorrow I can do better. With people, people are tender. People don't know. Like... How much they deserve to be showed that they're adorable, even in the mundane. Isn't it weird that when we're born, we're just these weird little mushy-faced, embodied, vulnerable things? Like, meaty meshes? And, um, people think we're cute. People want to do things for us. Um, they clean up our shit. You know? The most imprinting mushy parts of your development are when other people are showing you that they care for you. That you're worthwhile living. Like they're... Even if it makes them feel uncomfortable, they're gonna take care of you. At least in the best case situations. And it's sad that not everybody gets that. But if we start training ourselves and, and, and co-kind of training one another to build up the joy where we have it and to share it, I think we're going to make it last longer. Um, what is it? There's like... What do I see? I see like a spinning top. You know? Right now, we're all living on very kind of uneven surface. There's some pits, drops, and peaks. It's not uniform. We're all navigating it differently and all this. But kindness... To one another. Compassion to one another can level the playing field. So on uneven ground, if you try and spin a top, that top can do a lot of different things. It can bounce off the peaks. It can slip into a dent and stop. It might slip into a, a dent and keep spinning. It might kind of boom, be like a little pinball and bounce off of areas and it 
might spin out very quickly and not go anywhere. We have a better chance by evening the playing field. And the one thing, one fucking thing everybody can do is within their power, their control, is kindness. Participating with kindness in your vision, in your heart, in your beingness, in your action. Probably has one of the greatest ripple effects in the world. And the thing about kindness is it doesn't have to have your name attached to it. It can be anonymous. It's the intention behind it. And the intention behind it is... I want to have a good day. That's selfish, right? But it's not a bad kind of selfish. It's like, I want to have a good day. So I'm going to wish a good day upon you. Because I see you as myself. And we all deserve compassion. And, you know, treat others as you would have them treat you. And treat yourself the way you would have others treat you. So... Within that construct, what you're saying is, I see myself in you. I see you in me. And through this kindness, this action of kindness, I honor myself and I honor you. And therefore, I honor creation. And then the minute that you start to honor creation and see how big and expansive it can be in the most beautiful ways that we know exist but we're kept from because language wants to keep us back into like hell essentially um the more we build that up i think the further away hell will seem right now hell seems like outside your door even if that's not true everywhere it's probably true some places it's definitely true some places but it's it's not necessarily true for you right now and if that's the case you have even more room for kindness to spread in a different way but if you do live in a place where it seems like right outside your door it really is hell. Your kindness has the potential to be even more powerful and potent in a different way than a person who has wide open spaces to share their kindness. If that makes sense. Concentration matters. And obviously with the way that the system has been trying to push people into more hyper concentrated areas of living and commerce and bringing people in, it's going to be a necessary attribute of survival and transitioning uh, your environment energetically by using the kindness card. Kindness will show you joy. And let's back up a little bit kindness will show you moments of happiness moments of happiness compounded 
will show you the expansive nature of joy and how it can be uh, easier to reach, share, and expand on as it's more frequent in nature and more frequent in the sharing of its acknowledgement, if that makes sense. Some potent things are definitely happening right now, and uh, I'm I'm just gonna wrap this up with some thankfulness. Um, thankful I bought a new journal yesterday. Did something different than I had ever done before. Yesterday was Valentine's Day. I don't do Valentine's Day, and I went to go get my friend a little care package, but I knew I needed a new journal, so I bought this for myself and um, <laughs> the inside pages like the in introductory pages of it the binding pages are pink anyway I wrote myself a note for Valentine's Day which um, was self care about a couple new pens that happy pens make happy writers and I'm grateful for people who want to help other people. I'm super thankful for my animals for keeping me grounded and participating with their energy to keep my energy in check and healthy, <laughs> as healthy as I can be. Uh, I am... thankful for having a roof over my head a shower to go into knowing good people having access to information that I can bounce my own brain and soul off of and an overall not threatening environment I'm going to be thankful that my neighbor my threatening neighbor has been gone like the peace that has been here for like a week now without him priceless priceless and I kind of feel like some of these insights that are coming in are able to be able to come in and how I was able to share tonight my joy or at least my happiness and not just keep it to myself and be helpful to others um that thrives when you're not constantly being bombarded by traumatic vitriol, you know? It's amazing how people can thrive and think clearer and more creatively and find compassion for themselves when you remove certain elements that are this oppressive nature. And I think at some point, you know, we have to stop making excuses for the need for evil, which sounds like a weird fucking thing to say, but we can't keep excusing people acting this way. And it's not that I have a solution for it other than being kind to them, like kill them with kindness 
that might mean something like very, very literal, physical and tangible. There might be people out there who are so adverse to receiving kindness and therefore giving kindness that they themselves choose that they can't be attached to reality. And that's taking into account that reality is changing. So what if it's not necessarily people who don't support evil behavior anymore? It's just that the earth won't hold it. It can't hold that frequency anymore. It doesn't vibrate right. So therefore it can't exist. Apoptosis. Apoptosis is like when a cell destroys itself within the construct because it can't. Whether it's there's something breaking it down or that the the environment that it's existing within cannot support the existence of the cell. So the cell basically explodes and then gets reabsorbed into the system. So I don't know. If if you listen this long, maybe you get it and maybe you agree. Um Kindness has nuance, and that's probably another discussion perhaps we'll come back to, but we have to set the baseline of what we want in the world. And if you set the baseline every day as an angry, frustrated person, you're going to get a lot of reflections that are not going to make you feel better. And if I do anything in the world, I'd like to have enough awareness that I don't want to be the person who upsets your day. You know, I'd rather be the person that helps you remember that, like, not all is lost. And I do that because I'm keeping my out in the world for people who remind me that not all is lost and that there is still kindness there is still compassion and a desire to see something greater than we've ever seen before but if we don't participate with that happening I don't think we'll see it y'all are great whoever you are remember tomorrow is going to be hard It's going to be harder if you feel like shit. It's going to be even harder than that if you treat other people like shit. So, be kind to yourself. Remember, all of this is temporary. And that somebody probably has it worse than you. So, if you have to deal with the public and people, be as kind as possible. Be as patient as possible because that's what you want and it's what we all deserve peace be with you